Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's All Clutter. Hello and good morning. This is my weekly podcast about all things clutter. And as you know, I believe that everything we deal with in life is clutter. It's all clutter. So good morning. I hope you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend. I know that here in upstate New York, the weather was finally beautiful. We went from snowing, you know, two weeks ago to 90 degrees today. Quite a shift, but a pleasant one, <laughs> if, uh, if I do say so. So today on It's All Clutter, we are talking about storage units. So in the comments, if you are watching live, let me know, do you have a storage unit? I'm also curious how much you're paying for it monthly and how long you have had a storage unit for. So I get questions about storage units all the time um, and I hear stories about cleaning out storage units all the time. So I thought it was definitely time to do a podcast about storage units, paying to store your stuff off site. So let me know. Hi to everyone who is logged on here. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Do you have a storage unit and how long have you had it and how much are you paying for it every single month? So I did a little bit of research and I found out some interesting things about storage units. The average cost of a storage unit is $90 a month. But if you live in California, it costs a lot more to get to have a storage unit. So the average cost of a storage unit in San Francisco, which is the most expensive city in the United States to have a storage unit is $199 per month. So that's significantly more than the national average. If you live in Texas, the cost goes down to around $49 per month out and kind of like the, not the big cities in Texas, but you know, the, the other, the more country areas in Texas. Um, Texas also is the state with the most storage units and Rhode Island is the state with the least. So I guess size does matter when it comes to quantity of storage units in your state. <laughs> um, what else did I learn? The storage, the self-storage industry is a $40 billion industry, and there are more self-storage unit businesses than there are McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, Wendy's, and there was one other one. Um, I don't remember what it was. Anyway, there are more self-storage unit businesses than all of those fast food businesses put together in the United States. There's about 50,000 self-storage unit businesses in the United States. So the self-storage business is a huge industry and a lot of people are paying money to store all of their stuff in storage units. So let's think about this. Um, if the average cost is $90 a month, and, and, and so $90 a month seems pretty low to me. That's the national average in 2018. And looking at these comments, it seems like nobody is paying as little as $90 a month. Um, so I see $160 a month. I see $270 a month. I see $250 a month. $408 a month. Now, Laura, you're in California, right? Which 
is the most expensive place to have a storage unit. So the cost of storing your stuff is huge. And the average amount of time that somebody has a storage unit is 14 months. But I believe that the people that I work with, so this is all, everyone who's watching, um, probably have storage units for longer than that. And I think the average is so short because you're averaging in a lot of college students. So college students are a big part of the population that is renting storage units. And they truly are renting storage units for short periods of time. If you're not in college and you have a storage unit, I am guessing the cost is more per month and the amount of time that you have a storage unit is longer than 14 months. So if you take out this population, this very specific population of college students, I would be curious what the statistics actually are. Uh, and as I, again, as I'm looking through these comments here, I'm seeing you know, people spending way more than $90 a month and having storage units for way longer than 14 months. So Melanie says two of them since 2007 and one since 2016. So that's three storage units there um, for over 10 years. Um, so yeah, let me know how long you guys have had storage units for. Are you more than 14 months, which is the national average? So I want you to think, really hard about the true cost of having a storage unit. So we know how much it costs to rent the storage unit, but how much is it costing you in terms of your time? So when we talk about clutter, the most insidious thing about clutter is how it infiltrates all of the areas of your life and especially how it steals your time. So in terms of storage units, how are storage units stealing time from your life? Well, first of all, you have to move your stuff to and from a storage unit, right? So that takes time. <laughs> that takes, and, and when we're talking about moving stuff and storing stuff, it's not just taking your time, it's taking your recreational time, right? You're like, you're not doing this when you're at work. You're doing this when it's your leisure time. So you're, you are, moving stuff to and from a storage unit, that's taking your weekends. Then you're checking on your stuff, hopefully, um, and that takes more of your leisure time away from you. So when you think about the value of what you're storing in a storage unit versus the value of your time, I have to wonder, is it worth, to, you know, the average, $1,260 or what I'm hearing from, you know, everyone here, is it worth however much you're spending? Because it looks like people are spending a lot more, right? <laughs> so is it worth your time? Always a question that we have to ask yourself ourselves when we are talking about money, stuff, clutter. Is it worth your time? The next thing you have to think about when you're renting a storage unit is how safe is your stuff actually in a storage unit? So storage units are generally more, there's more non-climate controlled storage units than there are climate controlled storage units. And the problem with a storage unit that is not climate controlled is that there's a lot of changes in humidity and temperature and it's in the dark most of the time. So this is the perfect breeding ground for a couple of things, for mold, for mice, 
for bugs, right? So all there's a lot of environmental considerations when you think about a storage unit. So if you are going to invest in storing your stuff, what happens if it gets destroyed while it's in storage? Most of the time, your stuff is not covered by the insurance that the that the storage unit company has, right? So you have to make sure that you have your own coverage for your storage unit. You can see if that's covered under your homeowner's policy. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But mold and damage from mice and bugs is not typically covered under any insurance that you would purchase for your storage unit. So not only are you going to spend money to store your stuff, but there's a good chance that it could get destroyed while it's in storage. So these are just some things to think about as you're going, you know, down the road of thinking about a storage unit, or if you're trying to, to really justify letting go of your storage unit, um, you know, just all these things for you to consider. So Melissa says, it would have been cheaper for me to rebuy everything. I think, Melissa, in most cases, that's probably true. Uh, when you really break down the cost of a storage unit, including your time and the fact that stuff could get destroyed, how much are you actually saving by not just selling your stuff and then rebuying stuff when you need to? Um, so that's really, you know, <laughs> it's really something to consider. So when would it be appropriate to have a storage unit? A couple of things that I would like you to think about. If you're considering storing your stuff in storage units, then you want to put two parameters around your storage unit investment. One is financial and one is time, right? So if you're going to store your stuff, then figure out how much it would actually be worth to store the stuff instead of selling and rebuying. So that's a financial parameter, right? So maybe if it costs you $1,000, it's totally worth it. So then that kind of gives you an idea of how much what your time parameter should be. So if you're going to spend $1,000 and that's worth it to you and you're renting a storage unit for $100 a month, then you want to commit to only renting that storage unit for 10 months. You want to be really rigid about that, right? So that's how you kind of figure out your time and money value on your storage unit. Storage units should be a solution that is used for a very specific occurrence for a short period of time. So if you're moving, that might be a time to rent a storage unit for a short period of time. Um, if you have to downsize an estate very quickly, that might be the, a good time to use a storage unit for a short period of time making sure that you put a financial restriction and a time restriction on the entire thing. Uh, there's So storage units should not be thought of as something that you have for your whole entire life. Uh, they really should be a very specific tool that is used for a very specific period of time. So that's my general thoughts on storage units. Very rarely have I had somebody tell me, they had a great experience. I've actually never had somebody tell me they had a great experience with a storage unit. Um, now, maybe you have, uh, <laughs> you know, so um, so drop it in the comments if you have. Now, Laura says there's pictures and sentimental items in there. So this is a really, really good thing to keep in mind. 
if you are going to use a storage unit, you want to very clearly separate out your sentimental items from everything else. Because that way, if you decide to let go of the storage unit, you know exactly where your sentimental items are. I also would not recommend storing sentimental items in a storage unit if you have an option not to because of the changes in temperature and humidity and the fact that things can get moldy and have bugs and mice and all of that stuff. So sentimental items never should go into garages, attics, basements, or storage units if you can help it. You always want to keep them inside in an interior closet where there's not a lot of fluctuation in temperature or humidity. So let me hear your thoughts on storage units in the comments. We can make this a little bit more interactive today. I'm gonna go back um, and see what some of these comments were. Okay, Noreen says the you had a flood in your unit but your insurance covered it. So typically insurance will cover flood and fire in storage units. Um, that's like the standard hazard that is covered, but they are typically do not cover mold or mice um, or anything like that. Um, yeah, okay, Anne says, I've used a pod for moving and may have used and may use one for our big garage cleaning. That limits the time frame. That really, that sure does because those pods are much more expensive than a, just a storage unit, but they're also much more convenient. So I think using a pod appropriately, it's a tool, right? So if we view it as a tool and not a long-term solution, uh, then that's a good way to look, look at it. Um, yes. Beth, yeah, I'm hoping that decluttering your basement storage can be enough to move your storage, move out of your storage unit. 100%, that might be another thought. If you're decluttering your house, you know, it might make sense to declutter in an order that will allow you to stop paying on your storage unit sooner rather than later. So maybe you're putting off doing your garage or your basement because it seems overwhelming, but if it can start to save you $150 a month or, you know, more than that, maybe that would be a good motivator to start with those areas. So at least you can clean out the storage unit and then reduce that financial burden, um, even though it all feels so overwhelming. Kayla says, we use one for our holiday decorations, holiday decorations that only use once a year and it frees up space in our garage. So that's super, super specific, Kayla. So, I mean, if that's working for you, you know, I am curious how much that costs you. But I mean, you don't have to share this if you don't want to, but uh, that could be a, one way to think about if it's worth it or not. Um, you know, how much, if you have a lot of really important holiday decorations that are heirlooms, then, then that might be totally, totally worth it. Um, Yeah, a lot of times this is, a, having a storage unit is a burden on your mind. So think about that too. That was a really good point. Leanne, I would say clean an area of the house that can allow you to bring the storage unit stuff into your house if possible so that you can get rid of that monthly payment. Uh, so, you know, if you, and I know Leanne, I don't think you have a garage actually, so <laughs> this might not be relevant for you. Um, but you know, if you have like a garage that you need to clean in your house and you have a storage unit and you're kind of back and forth about what to do, I would really prioritize getting rid of that monthly payment because 
time flies, right? So one month turns into two months, turns into three months, turns into a year, turns into two years. It's very easy to not deal with the storage unit because it's out of sight and then, you know, just a burden on your mind that you can easily just, you know, nobody wants to do it. Um, so definitely <laughs> consider that moving forward. Yeah, Barbara says, I'm going to start cleaning it out some more. We downsized it once and need to get at it again. That's right, because it's just costing you money and it's a burden on your mind. So is the stuff that's in that storage unit, is it worth that burden on your mind? So if you have sentimental stuff in there, get that stuff out of your storage unit so you can see what it is. You know it's protected. Uh, you know what it actually is. But if you're, you have furniture and a lot of times people store baby equipment in storage units, is that worth the financial burden and also the, the heavy burden on your mind that you have this stuff in storage that it needs to be taken care of at some point in the future and you don't really want to do it? Um, Shira says, if your storage place was like mine, they were shady and kept increasing the prices every few months. So that is another buyer beware. That story is really common. There's usually a move in price. And then it goes up after a couple of months and you tell yourself, well, I'm only going to stay here for a couple of months. But the truth is the average rental time for a storage unit nationally is 14 months. And if I believe if you take out that group of college students, the average rental time for a storage unit goes up to over several years. So I would just say be really realistic about what you are thinking and how much time you're actually going to be renting a storage unit for because across the board, it is more time than you think it's going to. Leanne, we store our bikes and camping stuff. Maybe we can find another family to share, get rid of the majority. That's one way to do it too. So Leanne, when you live in a big city and you have a small house, you know, this might actually be a solution that works for you, but until you declutter, you don't really know. So... Uh, Amy says, I had a storage unit for school stuff for a year, $80 a month, got a nice shed for my backyard for $800. What a savings of money and time going to the unit. All of the school stuff is gone now. And now it's my tool cottage. It's the lawnmower and, and sold the tiny, nice, sold the tiny Rubbermaid shed. Nice. Good job, Amy. So you've really turned your storage into something that you love. We've watched that unfold through three clutter boot camps now. <laughs> um, and every boot camp you've done a little bit more. And now, I mean, it's a perfect spot for all of your tools. And it did save you a ton of money. Um, so that's another option if you're storing stuff and you could possibly purchase a shed for less money. Um, that might make sense, too. The other thing I want to say, when I was doing research for this podcast today, I was reading a lot about theft in storage units. And so I noticed that a lot of the storage unit facilities near my house have these gates. So you have to like, um, you know, it's like locked access. You have to scan like a code to get in. But what I read was most storage unit theft happens from somebody who's renting storage units, right? So which of course, totally makes sense. So people will rent a storage unit. It's like an inside job. And then they'll bust the locks on other storage units and replace them with their own locks. So then they have full access to your stuff. So pretty crafty, those thieves out there. So that's another consideration to think about when you're considering, you know, renting a storage unit. 
Okay, so those are my storage unit thoughts. It all comes down to valuing your time, being realistic about how much money and time you're gonna be renting a storage unit for, how much your stuff is actually worth, and knowing that there could be some environmental damage and possibly theft if you rent a storage unit. So taking all of those things into consideration will give you a much better idea of whether renting a storage unit is a good idea or not. And if you have a storage unit right now and you are thinking about getting rid of it, we can support you, of course, and prioritize your sanity. Um, if this is one of your goals, state it, put it out there and work towards it and post your progress. I guarantee you will find support and encouragement and motivation to keep on going and keep on decluttering that storage unit until you can get rid of that monthly payment. So yeah, Lana, it says, Lana says, it's been such a waste of money. I just need to face it. And you know what? It's okay. <laughs> like It's been a waste of money, but let's learn from the experience right now and grow, right? So we thought it was a good idea at the time. We've learned now that it wasn't a good idea. So take that knowledge and let go of the storage unit because now you know it's a waste of money. But if you don't do anything, then you're not learning from the experience, right? So let's take it as a, a time, a growth, a time for growth and understanding that, you know, we're gonna let that go now. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna learn from, it was, you know, a $1,000 lesson uh, or a $2,000 lesson or a $5,000 lesson or whatever it was, it was a lesson. It was a lesson. So let's grow and learn and make a change now because we're gonna embrace this lesson. So I think that on that note, we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast. It's a little shorter this week. Um, if you have any topics for podcasts for the future, let me know. I will definitely put them onto the calendar. And as usual, you can go and watch all of the podcasts from the past on my YouTube channel. If you are watching the replay, please make sure you like and subscribe to this channel so that you can always get notified of new podcasts, which happen every week on Tuesdays at 12.15 Eastern time. And until next time, I can't wait to see you guys inside our Facebook groups um, and just <laughs> around the digital space in general. Thanks for everything. Oh, thanks, Melissa. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy this nicer weather, if it's nicer where you live, <laughs> like it is here. Bye, everyone.